when you're dating, you're going to come across many different types of personalities, some of which are very open and receptive to love, some of which are perhaps overly receptive to love, like wanting too much of it to the point where it pushes others away. And other times you may have somebody who shies away from love or when they get love, they think they want it, but then they push it away when they have it. And we call these different styles of love attachment styles. Now, there is one particular combination, which is someone of the anxious, preoccupied attachment style meeting someone with the fearful avoidant or dismissive avoidant attachment style. And we call this combination the anxious avoidant trap. Now, for those of you that don't know, it is very often that we, when we're unaware of it, seek out relationships that trigger us in different ways. So here's a common example. If I'm somebody who is anxiously attached, meaning I don't feel completely comfortable in the attachments that I form with people, and as a result, am quite anxious over whether they like me or not, whether they care for me or not, Perhaps this is the same type of person who constantly asks, do you love me, or says, I love you, and it's not so much a gift that they're giving somebody, but it's more of a question. I love you so that I can hear, I love you too, back. That's a good example of someone who's anxiously attached. Now, I'm not going to get into why this happens, but if somebody who's anxiously attached is in the dating game, they are more likely, unless they're aware of this situation that they find themselves in, in terms of the attachment style, they're much more likely to seek out someone who is avoidantly attached. Someone who will be in, but sort of halfway, one foot in, one foot out. What that does is constantly triggers the anxious person to then give the avoidant person too much connection, too much attachment, which in turn triggers the avoidant person to push the anxious person away. So, makes enough sense. One person's always chasing, one person's always running. The more they run, the more they chase. So, the next question might be, okay, that makes sense, but why does someone who's anxious seek out someone who's avoidant? And the first answer is, they're not necessarily aware that they do this. Or maybe they're not aware of the overall archetypes of people that they go after. So the second reason is because it reminds them of attachments that they've had with prior people, perhaps loved ones, perhaps family members, and this is how we create attachment style. It's based on how we learned to attach at a young age, though of course attachment style can change across the course of your life due to various traumas or due to mental health help. And of course, if you're looking for mental health therapy, I have partnered with BetterHelp, and you can speak to a therapist who is licensed about getting better and changing your attachment style so that your version of love can be a bit more of a healthy one. If you want that, just go to betterhelp.com Rory. And of course, I will leave a link in the description below. So we seek out relationships romantically that remind us of times that we felt safe, attached, etc. And perhaps safe can be defined by the individual rather than the general word of feeling safe. We're attracted to the familiar. The base word of familiar is family. So we're attracted to things that make us feel comfortable, understood, like we are in the same feelings and behaviors that we experienced during our upbringing. That makes us feel able to 
maybe not relax, but feel like we know where we are. This is a familiar part of the jungle. I know where I'm at. I know what plants I can eat, which ones are poisonous, which ones aren't. I know which animals are around here. And that's, we bring a lot of that into romantic relationships. So people who are anxious, if they're not aware, tend to, I'm not saying they always do this, but they tend to be more attracted to people who are avoidant. Because the reason that they are anxious in the first place, usually, that's a huge usually, because it's not 100% of the time, right? We're still learning a lot about attachment. But usually the case is they were insecure in their attachment to a caregiver, a parent, a guardian, etc. Or perhaps you take someone who was quite secure, and then they got cheated on a bunch, or a bunch of negative things happened to them across the course of their life. That will make insecure attachments. So you find yourself in this relationship where one person needs too much attention and affection and attachment, and one person needs too little attention, affection, and attachment. So of course you have this situation where it's kind of a trap, because one person always wants the other just a little more. The other person always feels like pushing away the other. Though I feel like, particularly on YouTube, people who are avoidant are largely misunderstood. They want romantic relationships and attachment, but it feels like it's too much. It feels like it's drowning. So one of the best things you can do if you find yourself in the anxious avoidant trap is first and foremost to understand fully the boundaries of each other. And for the anxious person, hearing from your partner, hey, I need some space. Everything's fine. You didn't do anything wrong. I'm not pulling away because there's something wrong with you. I'm pulling away because I need a little breathing room and for me to be able to reset. And for the anxious person to be able to tell the avoidant person, look, I need something we can compromise, some form of understanding and reassurance that you're still in this thing because I'm anxiously attached and I might need that extra reminder. If you struggle, for example, saying the words, I love you, fine, let's change it a bit. How about if you feel like telling me that you love me, you tap me on the hand three times. Redefine what it looks like to be attached. Because together, as a team, you guys get to decide those boundaries. You guys get to decide what works for you and what works for both of you as a couple. The first step to solving any problem in an in-depth way is identifying what the problem is. So have you found yourself in relationships where you dated somebody where no matter what you did, it just seemed like they pulled away? And on the flip side, no matter how you communicated to the other person, they always seem to cling to you. This is an example of where radical honesty and open communication can save the day. If you're able to say to your anxiously attached partner, look, I care very deeply for you, but I'm going through some things that I haven't fully figured out for myself. I am not mad at you. I'm not angry. Nothing's wrong. But there are going to be times where I need to back away from my own sanity. All it takes together is understanding, is open communication, and also the understanding that sometimes you do nothing wrong and the other person just needs space. The anxious avoidant trap is one example of many different relationships that can happen. And what works for one couple might not work for another couple. What works for you might not work for your partner. But that is why open communication is such an important part of what we're talking about here and having healthier relationships and working on understanding your attachment style and perhaps even improving it with the help of a mental health counselor. These things are doable. And of course, 
working on ourselves. Because if you like yourself, I'm willing to bet your satisfaction and quality of life, particularly in romantic relationships, will go up. For my anxious friends in the audience, perhaps if you have a well-rounded, well-balanced life, you won't rely so much for all your happiness on a romantic partner. And to my avoidant friends in the audience, perhaps if you have a well-balanced, well-rounded life, you'll be able to communicate on a deeper level with your anxious partner because you've spent more time in therapy understanding your avoidance. This is such a doable, fixable thing. And I really want to encourage everybody in the audience, get mental health therapy. I go, I recommend all my clients go, and there's so much that we can knock out and improve upon in regards to romantic relationships, the better that we understand ourselves. So it's a win-win. You get to improve your attachment style and you get to have a more happier, healthier, successful, and longer-lasting romantic relationship. Everybody wins. So I appreciate everybody for listening. We are so close to 50,000 subscribers. I would be eternally grateful if you like this video, share it, subscribe. Every little bit helps. Let's get to 50K. We can do it. Oh, I can taste it. I'll talk to you all next time.